0: Are you Mandalorian? I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy like my father before me Three Men and a Baby Yoda Podcast Matthew, Dylan, Callan This is the way This is the way This is the way way.
1: Good evening, everybody, and happy Anzac Day, and welcome to the ninth episode of Three Men and a Baby Yoda podcast. Joining me tonight are my regular co-host, father of two, a man who gave service to our country, a big Star Wars tragic and disgruntled Collingwood fan, Callan Garda. <laughs> How are you, mate?
2: Um, Great, mate. It would have been better if the pies got up today, but uh, happy to be here. That's good. That's good. That's good. And
1: Dylan, a future homeowner, a lobbyist for the Knights of the Old Republic and possibly half human <laughs> and
0: half Mandalorian. How are you, mate? Good, man. Good. I've um, had a good day, good weekend, been in movies, saw Mortal Kombat. Um, that was good. Uh, been out on the bike, Manly one this weekend. So we're coming off a good weekend.
2: That's right, mate. With
0: Tommy Turbo, they're looking uh, pretty good again. Imagine. It's a bit, b-
1: bit worrying how your whole team factors on one player, but- uh, this is not an yeah. NRL pod, so we'll just move on. And to continue our run, ongoing run of special guests, we are so lucky to be joined tonight by the one and only host of that Geek Pod, Catherine Neen. Catherine, how are you?
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm okay. Yeah. So um, it's the weekend. Essen and one. Um they did,
0: they <laughs> it it's
3: Good. Yep. Yep. well, I can wear my uh stole belt out X-Wing Bombers hoodie with pride. Oh, damn it.
1: <laughs> so, funny story. I mean, one of uh, one of Catherine's very good friends, Josh Chapman and I, we had a bet and because he lost the bet, he has to come on our podcast and he's a big Essendon fan and I'm obviously a Hawthorne fan and somehow my team, despite being 40 points down at halftime, and I was like, oh, well, I've definitely lost this bet, they won by a point. And uh, Mm. the tweets were plenty that day between Catherine and Josh. And, (laughs) uh, yes, it was uh, a good day to be had by myself, but not so much by the others.
3: One point just hurts. And to have been up by so much and then lose by one, it's...
0: Embarrassing. No,
3: that hurts.
0: Yep. It
1: definitely does, especially when you, especially round one as well. When you're really excited for the whole season, you're up by 40 at halftime. You think we're not going to lose that? And uh, but, but I mean, after that, my son was born, and they haven't won a game since until today. And again, they were they were losing <laughs> by 30, 40 points. My, I don't know. My team is so bad these days. It's uh, it's very
2: hard to. Uh- you're preaching to the choir here, mate. I'm the same. Don't worry. Mm. But this is not awesome. It was a good game today. I enjoyed it. But. Oh, yeah. It was a great game. But, yes, it's not an AFL
1: pod. But we, As as we are all Australians, there's three-quarters of us that are big AFL fans. Dylan, you can, <laughs> glad you didn't have a camera. Yeah, I'll just yeah. – yep. uh,
0: Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, let's move on because I have nothing to offer here. True. <laughs> Kath, I think it's probably important for the people who don't know – uh, tell us a bit about the pod. Where can people find you? Uh, what got you into podcasting?
3: Um, so yeah, uh, that geek pod, um, you can find it on all the usual places. Um, I started it with Andy Campbell um, and we just decided that we'd, you know, have a, a podcast because you know, we really enjoy talking all things geek um, and it, it was decided that, yeah, even though that we've ended, you know, I always end up talking majority Star Wars, that it would be good to have that scope open to just have a general chit-chat. Mm. Um and he decided to step back uh, a little while ago. Um, so I've continued it on a bit sporadically at times, I've got to admit. Um, my aim is to do it fortnightly and so I'll get a friend on and we'll talk about you know what we've seen that week or just um you know anything like the one with Emily Lind we talked about 90s tv shows including the pretender I don't know if anyone else remembers that but that was a really good show um and yeah you know WandaVision um the Falcon and the Winter Soldier just and anything and any anything, if if you enjoy it, we'll talk about it because you know I've having fun geeking out about anything, even if it's not a you know traditional mm. geek thing, is is just fun. So I think I've I've geeked out about like <laughs> Survivor or um, or Jane Austen on the pod because yeah. why not?
0: Why not? And I guess the yeah. Is there a reason that I, th- I think these I guess you say you geeking out moments are, are such a big thing for you like do you find things like Star Wars Marvel and all those kinds of mediums as an escape or
3: I I guess an escape but um, you know they fire up the imagination yeah. as much as anything else you know like back when I was a kid you know, playing in the backyard, um, you know, playing Star Wars, making up Star Wars, or mm. Doctor Who, adventures um, on my own. I had the, the greatest adventures, you know, all with my Barbies. Uh. That's what Barbies are great for. You know, I'd had these whole very elaborate um, playtimes times um, with all of that. But I think I almost define geeking out as just enjoying something mm. and, you know, just getting really excited about about something and, and it can be about anything. And so I've, I really enjoy enjoying things. Mm. Um, and so I try to enjoy them. Get people on. We all have fun together.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I think, uh, I think it's probably, I, th- I would say the same thing for myself. I don't know about you, Cal. Well,
2: I think that's why we started this podcast, isn't it? We, um, mm-hmm. The, you know, we're definitely obviously focused more on the Star Wars side, but it's like a time to be anything in that geek category. It's like, it's good, it's like an overload. So it's good to get it out some way. That's why I like Mm. the podcast. Well, I
1: mean, I guess with that geek part, it it does leave you open to, you know, variety. and, And, you know, right now, I mean, I think there's a bit of an overload with, with Disney Plus. You'd have so much stuff to to talk about, and um, you gonna have content for the next five years. I think
3: yeah. it's it's a bit worrying, <laughs> like trying to keep up with everything. In some ways, like there's just some things where I've just got have to shove to the side and say, "Okay, Snyder Cut DC, yeah, you're to the side. Oh, I'll, what I'll focus?
0: <laughs> I thought it was fantastic."
3: I, I have – I've watched the first Superman one.
0: Yeah.
3: And uh, then I didn't – I couldn't watch, like, Superman versus Batman um, or Justice League, so I just gave up. Oh, no, like you have to. Suicide Squad. No. No, no, you
1: don't, Kat. You're actually we're, – we're on the same page. So uh, Dylan is the resident DC. He keeps trying to push DC stuff onto us. <laughs> Knights of the
0: Old Republic and um, – no as, as Steele would say, no buys. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. There's no big ins, but everything is a big end for me. I geek out over everything, so No but um you
3: know, i I loved I love Batman. Mm. I loved Batman. Um but these these films just suck. I think
1: <laughs> they don't suck. They're, They're yeah. just different. They're not good. Okay, they just they don't have it. They don't have like, okay. The Bale me. Batman's oh, were fantastic, and they had the best Batman. They didn't use him, and then they decided to go Affleck, and
0: Oh, no, nah. no. Nah. All right, I'm I'm a person who this is this is the thing that I probably don't have as much of a a harsh review of things because anything that I can watch that makes my brain switch off for uh, whether it's two hours, three hours or in the Schneider cut, four hours, uh, four hours. That was fantastic for me. Like I think that that movie redeemed DC for me. So I'm, I've got high hopes for DC at the moment or where they're going, but um, look, you can have your opinion. I'll you geek out over it by myself. How can you have high hopes for DC? They're not going to continue it. It's on some sort of cliffhanger. You don't and know. They're not going to resolve
1: it. Like Warner Brothers have said, we're not going to go ahead with this. What are you excited but for? The,
0: but they're going to make a whole the bunch of movies. That they're going to suck,
1: and you're going to. They're going to remake it and then reappease everyone. That's just not how they do cinema. I, I, I honestly find this Snyder thing so weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i remember you texting me on the day as well you're like so you're telling me they made the movie again yes i was because here. it sucked exactly
1: i, I honestly <laughs> i wanted to get my head around it and i instead of gonna i mean i could have just gone to google but i just said oh, i'll just text dylan because he'll explain it in a friendly manner and um and then he explained it to me and i said that's stupid uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched the first hour. I said, like, do I need to watch the other ones? Because I, I, I've seen Superman sort of thing, but, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to watch the first hour, and then I was just like, what's, you know, you, you, yeah. when you have a new, I mean, it took, me, it took me five attempts to finish Rogue One because newborns, got to feed, distractions, need a nap. Like, it took me the whole week to get to the end of Rogue One. I kept, boys, like, oh, great, let me go back to when Krennic and Tarkin are fighting, and it's getting harder and harder to finish a movie. Um, so, yeah. Snyder Cut. Well, I think it's probably a, um
0: And I have no intention well, like, of going back to finish the next three. So be it. I'll, I'll, I'm going to put this a one-on-one because one I don't think this is settled, but either way, <laughs> um, I think it's probably a good segue to go and uh, talk about some uh, Rogue One. Don't you reckon, Matt? For sure, for sure. <laughs> Catherine... So-
2: Rogue one. Yeah. Here, talk to me. So I've heard on the Grapevine, it's it's one of your top Star Wars films. Is that correct?
3: That is correct. I, I do love it. Um I think in some ways what appeals to me about it is it is the Star Wars adventure that I pitch myself playing away in the backyard. Like it's 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 a heist film. It's an adventure in the star in that Star Wars universe. Now, obviously, I'll be upfront. Everyone knows I love Cassian Andor. Um, you don't hide you it. Know, Your tweets he,
1: are just adoration. No. Like, <laughs> like if 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 Cassian came back at the end to save Brogu and everyone on that ship, that, that would have pleased Catherine no end. Instead of Luke Skywalker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be a good reaction video. I love,
1: I love how your eyes went off oh. and
0: you're just picturing it and you're like, oh, my God. She's geeking out, guys. Oh, God.
3: Okay. So is it That's a Diego thing bring or um,
1: is it a Cassian Andor
0: thing? Por que no los
3: dos? There's a, there's a, there's yep. a bit of both, um, but... Cassian Andor definitely is such an interesting character. You know, he from that moment we first saw him, and he's meeting his his um, his spy, his his informant, and then he shoots him in the back. Mm. Like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you are a different character from what we've ever had before. Um, that. You know, the mission is so important. You are prepared to do something like that. Yes, he, he does it and and hates that he's had to do it, but he knows the importance of the information that has to get out. Um, and it's so interesting to me to think about well, what has the rebellion done? It's been around for a long time. We think we only saw the start of it in Solo with Emphas Nest what has the rebellion done you know what has it had to do to survive and to get information because when i was watching it again friday night you know the rebellion were very well you know they they knew who galen urso was and they knew that there was a secret weapon how did they know that like how do they know who galen urso is mm. because surely his identity would be a highly classified empire secret and yet they know about him. Like what have they done and what have they been prepared to do? And we see a bit of that in Rogue One. It's just,
2: it's an awesome. I really love the, uh, it's just the struggle that they, yeah, the detail it shows before A New Hope and it's the, like you said, for me it's all the pre, it's the pre-work leading up to it and it explains so much more for me. And I love the struggle between. Then they want to do the right thing, but they, you know, the are in the empire, obviously. Um, and again, they're going to give up, and then it really shows the hope, like how that people bring people together. I th- and um, yeah, I love it, and I love K two. K two is my single favorite droid. K 2s right. He, um, I think they really place the humor really well, um, which they did not do in a lot of other films. Um, Definitely and- not. Either, I don't know, he'd be – I find myself laughing every time he's on the screen and even though I'm really in the moment. Um, so, yeah, I, I loved watching it again um, the other day in preparation for this. It was um, – it's a good one. It's always good to come back to it.
3: Yeah, like K2, he's, he's great. And Alan Tudyk is – I mean, can you get a bit of melding mm. of, of actor and character – and of course, your brain got to go has to go back to that moment where you know K 2s trying to pretend, oh, these prisoners, I'm taking them <laughs> to, to
0: prison, to prison imprison them,
3: and then Cassin sucks a talk, and yeah. K two slaps him, <laughs> quiet you. And of course, that was improvised on the set, and so you can see Diego laughing, like covering covering his face, but you can see him laughing. Um, because it was just so unexpected, mm. but yeah, Keshi is fantastic, and and you look at it and you go, "Geez, how the hell did they do that?" Like he's seamless; he's seamless in all the scenes. It's fantastic.
2: Yeah, it's. I I, I don't think he did a bad scene. It, it was um really it, like it was just so well placed throughout the whole um. It it pulled moments in that were. A little bit, you did, you like, are they on there? Did you see that he just said something funny? And it was just, I loved it. Um, Comedic
0: relief. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now, I, I think
1: uh, you, you go, mate. No, you yeah, go. I just wanted to ask. I mean, I really hope that we one day find out because, I mean, all those reshoots and, you know, Gareth Edwards, they, they went a certain way. And then Tony Gilroy comes in. And I really would love to. One day, well, you know, five, ten years from now, Disney Plus special, and sort of, you know, in Snyder cut sort of thing. I want to see the Edwards cut, and I want to see, I want to see what we were going to get and what they changed it to. Well, obviously, we got what it changed. But then to. it would be shit, man. Yes, but it's a movie I'm injo- I'm invested in <laughs> and I enjoyed, and I want to see how what they did to improve it because I mean the end product was fantastic, and you know we saw. Yeah. There were certain scenes like the ones in the tunnel and the, the TIE fighter. They obviously, we saw those in the trailers and then it wasn't used at all in the movie. So I, I, I'm i very keen to uh, get some more.
3: Yeah. So what we know is, um, well, the two things you were referring to, the Gino, um, you know, so in the sort of tunnel thing and the TIE fighter bit were the TIE fighter one was filmed, specially for the trailer. And the, in the tunnel one was just an image that was captured on the day. Like it was never meant to be part of a scene. It was just something that was captured and the team who put together the trailers decided to use it. Um, and what we sort of know is that the, it was, the end bit, there, it was meant to be a bit more complicated. There was meant to be sort of like two buildings. They were going to go from one building with the data tape to the other building to then transmit the plan. Yeah. And that got simplified and condensed down. And I think that was the major thing that um, Tony Gilroy uh, brought in. Um, so – it, it would be good to know a bit more of the behind-the-scenes type of thing, like who – not exactly who did what, um, but a bit of a defining line because I think Gareth captured most yeah. of it, if if not all of it, and it was sort of re-edited, if you like, um, maybe if a few – you know, some reshoots, but everything has reshoots, I think – there was way too much emphasis put on the reshoots for Rogue One than what was justified because every movie has reshoots. Yeah. Um my my thing when I watch Rogue One, now I I don't really know cinema, like I'm not well versed, but I look at it and I think it's a beautiful looking mm. film. Mm. And I think that's something that Gareth really brought to the table and really brought to the film. Um, and so I would love to see more things by Gareth. I And I think he's done really right by Lucasfilm because he has not said a word. He's not come out and said anything against them or – and he did as as they asked him to. And you s- sort of contrast compare to what you know, Lord Miller did, like they – obviously fought so much that Lucasfilm fired them. Mm. So what's, you know, what's the difference there? Uh, Because Gareth still has full director's credit for it. Um, Tony Garoy does not. He has, I think, screenplay Mm. credit and and producing credit and things like that, but um, it's still considered Gareth's movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think it's unfairly... Yeah, it's unfairly labeled that gareth sort of let let the side down and tony sort of saved the day which i i don't really think is is the case at all um it's it's a bit of a tough um tough way that, that you know the way things have landed sort of thing yeah
3: yeah i i think um yeah i i, I really don't like the way it sort of played out and i think tony Gilroy, I've the way he's put himself out in the press, I've I've really disliked it. So it's frustrating because I really like the movie Rogue One and he obviously is the one who ended up constructing sort of the end bit to to bring him to the length that it was going to be. But you go, Well, you know, he was really Bagging out in some ways, what was done before he he got there, and I didn't think that sounded professional to be yeah. honest. But anyway, he was given showrunner duty for Cassian for Andor, um, which he's overseeing from New York while they film mm. in London um, or just outside London in a small village that I may or may not have up on my Wikipedia oh. and may or may not have figured out how to get there via train from London. Wow.
1: You are full on Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> so is that I, uh- did you see the droid photos? Um to so the drone photos of um of that town on that Bespin Bulletin?
3: The the one you sent yeah. through today? Yeah, that's the only one I, I saw. I um Oh, you try to avoid it. Unless
0: oh, good on you, Matt. unless
3: they're everywhere. Unless they're everywhere, I um I do try to avoid. Um because I have to admit, I think my enjoyment of Mandalorian season two was a little dampened by knowing like cast and directors. Because once we knew Dave Filoni is directing one and oh Rosario. Rosario Dawson's in one. Oh, okay, yeah, Ahsoka's turning up in that episode. Mm. You know, it, so obviously there's some stuff you just can't avoid because it's everywhere. But I don't go looking. But yeah, those I've seen a few shots like um, the the ones of the um, Imperial. Uh, security or ISB um, uniform people and yeah, that shot you sent me and all looks very interesting.
0: That's an interesting point though because just touching on, I guess when you watch series movies or whatever it may be, are you the kind of person to try and dull and block out as much of it as you can so that you can enjoy it for the first time as it is or do you tend to do what I guess most of us here do and Look at every little detail you can. Impossible, before watching something.
3: Um, especially with Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I watch. Watch the trailers. I'll get up super early to watch a trailer for when it drops. Mm. Um. Ex- it's Something I can't avoid being a part of the community, but yeah. yeah, trailers I love seeing them and you know, speculating and maybe you know, talking to, to someone about them. Um, but I, I you know, I'm not going to go to Reddit ever, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> avoid a, at all costs, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, there's there's sort of a bit of a line, I, I don't really want to know. Everything.
2: Yeah. Um, I did it for a little bit. I did a. I was trailer free for a while. And Matt. Oh, that's right. Pain. I, yeah. I went trailer free. What was that? Was it? Was a it Force Awakens? Was
1: no, no. So yes, Callan doesn't watch anything because he wants to go absolutely no, Blind. not expect, not even expectation, but no, knowing nothing. Like, and I imagine sort of with Andor, you 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 you're trying to preserve that because you want the best possible experience, but. Because um, Callan wasn't going to make it to the Force Awakens, I don't know, the Rise of Skywalker um, premiere, not premiere, the midnight session with us, even mm. though I bought him a ticket, um, <laughs> we literally bumped into each other at
2: like,
1: Wellington Airport? It was, it,
2: was, it was Auckland Airport or something like that. Literally just bumped
1: stuff. into each other in the food court. I was just on a connecting flight. He's like, Matt. I'm like, oh, hi, Callan. What are you doing here? <laughs> and um, and he's like, Oh, I've got some work. I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm on my way to South America. And he's like, Oh, cool. And I'm like, so, Oh, by the way, I can't make it to the, the Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, No. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm like, he's like oh, And then I was like, Oh, well, why don't we watch the trailer then? And
2: that'll make up for it. And so we, well, we legit watched it at the front of a Mexican restaurant, didn't we?
1: <laughs> we did. We did. And the, I'll, I'll send you the photo later, Catherine. But um, there's literally there's like me and him looking sharing a air, uh, AirPod, and I've got this full intense glare, like sort of like half glistening from the trailer, um, and Callan's like super intense. Well, like just take, I mean, the trailer for the Rise score was fantastic um, mm. film. Yep.
3: Yeah. Let
1: me ask. Yep. That, let's just let's, let's just take a tangent. Rise of Skywalker. How, how did you feel about that, Catherine? Uh,
3: disappointed. Yeah. Um it, you know, like I was there for the trailer release in Chicago, so I can never forget how oh, pumped
2: I was. That would have been amazing. Like
3: it, you know, like it was just such an insane, full long experience. Um, and so yes, I was there to hear Palpatine laugh and for mm. for him to walk out, roll it again. Oh, that's right, and us just. Yes, losing our minds, but and of course, then we started speculating, and I don't think there was ever serious speculation that he was back in the flesh, and so I I think I had always thought, well, okay, he could be possessing, like he could be like a force ghost or some kind of dark, yeah, you know, um, dark side of the force
0: you know, spirit goes or something
3: in the Why didn't spirit. I, yeah. Try. How didn't, sorry interrupt. to interrupt. You know, how didn't we think yeah. of that,
0: Matt? What possession? That's brilliant. We did. Did we? Yes.
1: We <laughs> okay. thought he was I mean, like, my, you know, controlling snow, like a puppet and like, Oh no. Yeah. yeah okay. Which he was. Right. Yeah. Um yeah.
3: yeah. But yeah, I, I thought, yeah, he would be, you know, as a, as a force goes, like trying to manipulate Kylo and even Ray, and and you know Kylo maybe had he, that voice in his brain, and and he was you know being possessed by by Palpatine or something like that, and so you know that's how I also brought in that idea of Leia bringing or Ben back, you know bringing him back to the light by mm. and Ray and Kylo would fight against. The spirit of of Palpatine, and
0: oh, that's brilliant! I never thought
3: he'd be back in the f- flesh, and I didn't want that. Um, mm. And something that frustrated me was, you know, on my cu- like second or third watch, I w- sort of sat there, and went, "Hang on, you could give every line that Charlie from Lost has yep. to Rose." put her on the Millennium Falcon at the start and during the mission briefing at the end, have her standing up when she's delivering her lines because she's delivering a lot of, you know, directions to the um, resistance. So have her standing up to give her equal authority with Poe and Finn and you would have increased her, um, you know, screen time. I mean, not significantly, but increase the screen time. And also given a woman and a woman of colour um, a role of authority instead of completely diminishing her. Mm. And so I was really pissed off that me, uh, with no experience in screenwriting or anything, could bang, come up double her screen time and make it a better character arc for her.
2: And the film. like, It would have, then- like, it would have... There, there, there was a lot of missed opportunities in when that's like oh. one of many, I think it's. Uh.
0: but don't you think when when the, this kind of thing happens right? So we're sitting in a cinema or we're now sitting on a podcast talking about a movie, surely it has to go through stages where people are like,, eh, that wouldn't really sit well. Why don't we look at doing something like this? Like where does the where does it go wrong? That's what I want to know. It's an interesting question.
3: Look at me! It's yeah, I am
0: representing know. questions.
3: I mean that. <laughs> yeah, it is though. It's that yeah, it gets brought up, and I think you brought it up in your last podcast about that puppet show. How it should have been Luke Skywalker standing against the First Order, and it makes perfect sense when you think about. That's what Broomboy and his friends were doing. Mm-hmm. They were playing with their their dolls, like me in my bedroom all those years ago, you know, reenacting this plot of a Star Wars movie. They were doing that with the legend of Luke Skywalker. Why wasn't the puppet show that? Why didn't we see Finn recruiting stormtroopers or Finn at least going around to to planets telling the story of Luke Skywalker, you know, using his legend? Like, come on.
1: Yeah. I know, I know. And, and, and you know the worst thing was, I mean, the worst thing is that Charlie from Lost is a JJ friend. And JJ likes to hire his friends f- for lots of his scripts. Like In Mission Impossible 3, um, Snap Wexley, Greg Groomberg's a childhood friend, always in his movies. Yeah. He was the pilot on the first episode of Lost. I I hate this, the fact that they they just gave away screen time and great opportunities to appease sort of the director's mates.
3: Yeah. The, the Charlie from Lost One annoys me more because he's in it because of a bet that he and JJ had. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like, look, I'm, I want to write you in here. You're such a good friend. I want you in my film. It was, no, no, there was a bet between them. Mm-hmm. And because of that, Kelly Marie Tran, after all the crap she went through, had her time diminished.
1: Researching Star Destroyers.
3: Because of a bet. Mm. Like that you can probably tell that royally pisses mm. me off. I know that in some ways they were written into a corner in that they had, you know, the death of Carrie to deal with and so Rose became someone to that interacted with Leia and to deliver a lot of that but they didn't need Charlie from Lost Mm -hmm. and they put him in there and it took away her screen time and not cool not Not cool at all no
1: moving on back to a happier topic because you brought up celebrations like oh you know just want to uh talk about the fun times there like um Meeting the gang and and everything because it seems like such a great community and yeah. you know I've been you know you and I have tweeted I've you know we I see you in the, in the chats on Steel's podcast and Kessel Run so you've actually met these people though which is which is so cool um, yeah yeah so Steel you know I've um
3: Known for a, a while now because I got to know him through I Love Green Guy Letters podcast um, and then Steel Wars. And then I, I met, you know, a few of the, the gang from live Steel Wars podcasts. And, and you know, like, so the first live ones he did was in Melbourne Comedy mm-hmm. Festival. It would have been 2015. Um, and so, like, the first week, like, we're all standing there in the in the line, not talking to each mm-hmm. other. And then by the fourth week, you know, we're all, you know, okay, hi, mm. hi, you know, and then we got to to all be really good friends and, and Steele has actually said this, that, you know, to watch people that he'd see in a podcast of sitting separately all of a sudden starting to come as a group and, like, hang out as a group is really meaningful to him. Um, so then I... I started to, you know, get to know a few people who were in his um, in his podcast, like Facebook group, and then on Twitter. Um, and so that was one of the driving forces to, to get me um, to go to America was to then meet all these people, and that was so mm. exciting. So we booked our Airbnb, and it ended up being quite near uh, – what was called Echo Base, where uh, uh, the bad motivators, Keto <laughs> Bite, um, you know, quite a lot of people were. Um, so we walked up there and knocked on the door, and I had to message Emily, and you could sort of see a, her a running and opening the door, and we were just so excited and hugging each other. Remember that? Um, and, and then Later that night, we went to the haunted hotel, um, as it was called, and then in the bar, and then everyone was there. As Steele said, it was it was like Twitter come to life. <laughs> it was it was everyone, and it was so overwhelming to meet all these people that that you kind of know, but then oh, yeah, I do know them and we're friends and I have all these friends and to go to Celebration to be a part of, you know, yeah, seeing a trailer is amazing. Don't get me wrong, that that was amazing. However, going to Celebration and making these lifelong friends is the best yep. part and that's why for the um, plant, 2020 celebration, I woke up at 2 a.m. in order to secure my ticket. Thank goodness I did because they'd sold out by about 3.30 a.m. Um,
1: yeah, it's, it's an ordeal, and- Dylan. Like seriously, like, I've, I've, I've tried and looked at the emails and then, you know, you have to really get all your ducks in a row before you buy everything because, you know, you need to – You've only got the space of a few hours because by the, by, by the time the tickets are sold out or you, if you get a ticket, then you she have to organise accommodation. your accommodation and, and then it's just mm. mental.
3: Yeah. So with with that one, they'd released the dates and the location about a week before. So Josh got onto it and he'd found and booked us an Airbnb. Um, already, even though not knowing that we had oh. tickets, he was like, No, nah, we'll we'll book that because you know, we can all always was far enough out that we can cancel it. Um, if we don't get okay. it to get our tickets, and originally we were like, Oh, are you going to get up at two? Nah, nah, I might get up at six, but but then somehow we talked ourselves into <laughs> into it, and yeah, thank goodness we did. Mm-hmm. But... That travelling across the world, um, it's, it's so funny. Like you know, I apply for like long service leave at work and people ask me, oh, so you're going on holidays. Where are you going? Oh, America. Oh, so what are you going to do? Go to Star, Star Wars, Wars Celebration. <laughs> well, you know, it's like a Comic-Con but just Star five, Wars. Is it five days? Um, and so, yeah, it's – um. It was, Chicago was five days. I think this next one's four days currently. I have to double check. It was going to be four days for 2020. I'm not sure what it will, be. I have to double check 2021. And it's just, oh, I mean, 7 a.m.
1: to 5, 7 p.m. It was like all day. Like you literally have to channel your energy, pick your moments. It's a marathon.
3: It's not quite um, 7 a.m., okay. but, um, yeah, it's, it's intense because, yeah, like people tell you I crashed pretty hard on some of those days. Like the day of the trailer, it was such an emotional day, emotional draining day that by about 5 o'clock I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm tired. Uh, but. You're with your friends, so you get your second wind. Um, but I am very glad that we didn't have to camp out overnight to see any of the trailers mm. and things because that I've heard from people that, yeah, that it was great hanging out in line, you met lots of people, but that then you're wrecked the next day, that you're able to go to the panel, but then you, you sleep for so much of the day. So you almost lose a, yeah. a day having stayed up. So the lottery system yeah. is, I think, much better than the overnight line, especially at Chicago. Like that was cold. It snowed one day. Where,
2: where's the where's the sorry,
3: 2021? Sorry. Um
2: 2022. Where, um and it's
3: it's, it's back in Anaheim. So basically they just shifted it two years. Where when initially they'd announced okay. that 2022 and there was us in the early part of 2020 going 2022 that's so far away why why two years and now we're in 2021 going yep good call good
2: call yeah, yeah. i think that's gonna be massive it's gonna be so big it's like because it's such like there's the timeline for star wars is mental yeah. at the moment it
1: was my plan to go to that and, and sort of like be That for my 40th birthday, I thought oh, that'll be my leave past. Like, I'll get there, but in order to get there now, I think it's everything sold out for 2022 because they're honoring the yeah. 2020 existing tickets. So getting in is gonna, oh, Catherine, I'll just, I'll just have to live through you, um, <laughs> yeah. Emperor Palpatine style if yeah. need be. Um,
3: look, it's- keep an eye on the um there's a resale I can't remember the name of it but there's an official like resale thing through the um repop thing because I think people did sell their tickets and and especially you know if they had a job loss and things through through 2020 um mm. or or they like, things might come up in the next 12 months or so that you know they'll then decide to to sell things, but you never know. You never know.
1: Yeah, no, I'll definitely uh, keep an eye out. But uh, my my son will be two years old. Right One. I mean, how does Josh do it? How does Josh go with with two kids?
3: He was a bit surprised to um, to get to twenty nineteen, but it was yeah yeah. Cats amazing. Um, but he, he was took a fairly short period of time. But um yeah, it and Olive was quite no Olive Sloan was quite young then, so but yeah. it was yeah, it was planned. But yeah, I don't know. I only have a cat.
2: I'll be definitely living I'll be definitely living through everyone else and the that one i think it's gonna yeah. it'll be a cracker
1: well i mean I, I imagine you know with may 4 being 10 days away the prop you know what what do you think we're gonna see announced and i mean what do you i mean i i think i know what <laughs> you want to see um but i mean i'll ask the question anyway what what, what are you expecting in 10 days i mean it's so close and i love the fact that this time around you know last time last time we got the Clone Wars finale and then they, they remember, I remember now that they dropped a treat, or a so-called treat is that, oh, the world's in a pandemic. Why don't we give you The Rise of Skywalker on May the 4th? It was an early release yeah. and everyone was like, oh, thanks, that movie I didn't like. <laughs> I'll just watch that again. I'm reminded <laughs> of how much, I, how much that movie let me down on my big screen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, tell us, Catherine, what, what do you think you'll, uh, we'll see on May 4th?
3: Um, I'm just trying to think. Well, I don't think we're any more announcements because they've announced everything. Um, unless they decide to announce like a name or something for Tikers, but you know, like Tiker hasn't started filming. I mean, they could announce mm. for certain that Ryan Johnson's doing a trilogy. That would be awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, That'd be mental. Um,
3: but yeah, to get some kind of. I wouldn't expect a full completed trailer for Andor, but some kind of, you know, like behind the scenes making of teaser type of thing would be brilliant. Brilliant. But yeah, you know, they're the master of the teas. Come on.
2: Hmm. I think there's going to be heaps of merch. There'll be like that. That'll be I think a big part of it. There's already that Lego. Yeah, the R like, two. All of I think there's mm. there's going to be loads of yeah. that. I um I heard there was another someone threw around a theory. I was listening to another pod around, and it, it's come from a few places. A Kenobi photo or poster that would be pretty sweet. Um, but or just even some behind the scenes photos that would be pretty sweet. But yeah. I really don't think we're going to get as much as people no, are hoping for. I don't for. think we're
3: going to get much at all, really. Um, you know, I'm obviously hoping for something with Andor, and in some ways it's like, well, Andor yep. has been filming for a while now, so yeah. the likelihood of there being something to show is, I yep. think, you know, far more likely than other things. I mean, have they wrapped... Filming Book of Boba Fett. Um,
1: oh, I'd, I'd say they. I not much closer on that one. Um, because I'm, a, I know, know you might want to just take a take a deep seat there, Kat, because I was, I was listening to Kat Kessel Run transmissions the other day, and Noah has a theory that I know you're going to love, absolutely love. He reckoned that there could be a, and it got debunked pretty quickly, but he reckons that we're going to get a Cassian trailer. And an announcement that it's coming in September before Boba. Oh. That's what he was thinking. He
3: was be that heavy. Just, you know, very far forward of, you know, all the other. Where it
2: was playing, yeah, wasn't it? 2022.
3: 2022. I mean, obviously, I'd love that. <laughs> <I mean, laughs>
2: like you
1: take it every yeah, day. But I, I've got to then also temper
3: my expectations of. They're still filming, um, and I know that they can do great things with digital effects and things, but we're still, you know, in a pandemic, people aren't working in an office. It's not being done at the, at the speed it was pre-2020. Mm. So an expectation to have it turned around in that short amount of time, considering they're not... I mean, I don't know how much they're doing on a volume. So I think that would have an impact on it. I mean, I think, yes, some kind of trailer, yeah, I reckon that's a really good theory because they've been filming for a while, but September seems quick. Yeah. It will be awesome. It would be
0: awesome. I think think as well you have to put into perspective the – I think they've said they're dedicated to making it as much of a, like a feature film type quality as they can. So for them to then turn around and try to rush something to get it out,
3: no. yeah. No.
1: I I don't think they're in that much of a rush. I mean, as, you know, as a Disney collective, you know, it's been really good having WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It has really, you know, bridged that gap between Mandalorian and... And now we are so close to Bad Batch that it's made it really short. And, you know, we're sort of going to have Loki as well running concurrently, which is great because, I don't know, I mean, there'll be a 70-minute episode for Bad Batch on the first one and then you can sort of, I think, move towards, you can watch Loki afterwards, I guess, like, um, which will be great. But, you know, I just don't I just don't think that that they're going to rush things, but I have a feeling they might announce certain timeframes because, I mean, we know Boba Fett's in December, but that's it really. Like we just know the timeframes Or what what if
0: they did a half season? Because I know there's shows out there that, like, for example, there's stuff I've watched that goes from it's a 24-episode anime or whatever. They'll release the first 12 episodes and then they make you wait for part two. Well, Could be an idea.
3: Yeah, they just they don't have that sort of episode order. Like, mm. I mean, I haven't heard for, for certain how many episodes and/or will be, but it, most speculation is between I think it's 12. That, eight to it's, ten.
1: It, 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 it's it's 12. 12. No, it's 12. I, I watched that um, making of the trailer really? and fan art just before we came on, and I'd forgotten that. Like, they said it's a 12-script, 12, 12 12-episode 12 mm. production. Yeah. Which is great. It's
3: like
0: two movies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if they're an hour long.
3: Um. <laughs> yeah, we'll, so. we'll have a lot of Marvel content this year <laughs> because they've got a lot of the the Marvel shows. We've got, yeah, Loki about to come out. We've got the the What If. Um.
0: I'm really excited for What If. Yeah. Really excited. Yeah. I think that, like you were saying earlier with the imagination side of things, that's just going to make my brain run wild. Yeah. That he's so, like, I watched the trailer for that and it makes me so excited every time I watch it. Just the what if. (laughs) Magnificent.
3: And, And Black Widow is being released June in cinemas here. July 9. Sorry?
1: July 9? I think it's July 9 from memory.
3: Okay, yeah, could be. It's, it's one of those ones where I didn't really take it in because it's like I'll believe it when I get the email from the cinema saying you can get yeah, tickets.
0: Yeah, um, because hasn't it been like three times it's been pushed back? Yeah,
3: I think Bond's been pushed back more, but, yeah. yeah. Um, And then we've got the Wrath of a couple of other movies. The
0: Wrath of Man is coming out. This year? Yeah, I mean- I think they've
1: finished them, but they're trying to get the the world. I don't know. It seems like they're going to move along with the Disney Plus premiere, but the countries that sort of, you know, have the vaccinations and have the cinemas open in regular life, um, they're starting to bring, you know, regular cinema back mm-hmm. to normal, which should be good because, you know, I think there's the Chang chi movie with the Ten Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So be, we saw the trailer come out for that. Doctor Strange 2, I mean, and they've been able to use the, the Disney Plus shows to sort of carry sway and sort of, like, keep the torch burning because, I mean, Marvel sort of, you know, Endgame occurred and then it was, just, oh, we got the Spider-Man afterwards and then it's just been, that's it. Um, and, you know, WandaVision and, and Falcon and Winter Soldier have been a real breath of fresh air, it's got the Marvel juices pumping again and... uh Really excited to see you know sort of that engine start again and and run concurrently with Star Wars.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was. It's, it's a big year.
2: Keeps you busy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> gonna, be,
1: gonna be big, big, big period. Mm-hmm. Um, how I many? Uh, I guess we'll wrap things up pretty quickly. Now, but I, I, before we go, I mean, I, I thought I'd, I'd check in to see how, where do you sit with the Bad Batch and what what are you what are you looking forward to most? Are, are you a big Animation person,
3: I've I was you know a bit up and down on Clone Wars. Um, yeah, I, was, I think it some of the arcs were in, were great. Um, Bad Batch was not a favourite arc from that last season, um, but I'm interested in the time period. Look, the trailer actually has me more interested because of that of that you know glimpse into okay we're going to see life after order 66 and what the clones were doing um what's happening in the empire in general so that's that's got me interested um tech was my favorite Mm. bad batcher so Mm. the nerdy one uh Uh so (laughs) that'll be that'll be good um I mean, I haven't even watched season two of Resistance. Like, it was just yeah.
2: Neither have I. You know, <laughs> you know,
1: you know, you know, I haven't either. Oh, Resistance, Resistance, I just couldn't get about get around. But I mean, being you know Rogue One fans, I loved Rebels because I loved getting that sort of insight into how the rebellion was forming. It was from a children's show perspective, sort of thing, and so it wasn't dark and and you didn't see you know all the Terrible things that, you know, sort of terrorist style things that the rebellions have to do in order to defeat an oppressive empire, which you got from Rogue One. But I I loved how they sort of bridged the trilogies together and and you got to, you really saw how everything was formed. And then Rogue One took it to a whole new level. But I am excited to see post Order 66 and the clones. And I, I have a feeling there's going to be certain clones that, Defect and and some that sort of mm. um, change, you know, just move on from killing the Jedi and just go and they're right. We're Empire people now, and there'll be a real struggle for um, personality and 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 complying with the rules um, between you know, the beloved clones like Cody and Rex and and seeing that pan out as well.
3: Yeah, yeah, like seeing. I mean, Cody in particular. I mean, what. What's going on in his head? I mean, because he's still got the chip. Is he the Cody that we know from the Clone Wars or did that overwrite all of his personality? Um, Mm. You know, what's happened? And, you know, what happens with the clones once the Empire comes in? Are they just obsolete now?
2: I love that we've got seventy minutes as well mm. off, off the bat. And I think it's gonna be so much of these questions will be answered in that Yeah. It'll I think it's gonna hit a lot of I guess storyline like the timelines. I think it's gonna really help. Because it's detail of seventy minutes of an area that like that time period where we just don't know anything about. So it's gonna be exciting. And then we get three more three more days, three days later and we get another episode. So
3: Oh Smet awesome five o'clock. Even better. Because <laughs> Bobby I loves Australia. That's my theory.
1: He did. He does. I mean, and that's the thing. It's funny. Like, I remember seeing you on like the sort of Steel Wars post-show reaction and everyone else is like, you know, hyped up on Red Bulls and like it's midnight. It was 3 a.m. for some poor guys and they're just like so amped and tired and, and you and I would come on and we're like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> we just had some dinner and it's fresh and. What's happening? It's like, why are you so, have so much energy, like, and it's like, because we're from Australia. It's like, and then they find out what time we're watching. I think it was 7 o'clock for Mandalorians yeah. of of uh, Daylight Saving and, oh, it's just uh good to be Aussie. Yes. On these things, especially because also it ends your week in perfect style, like, uh whereas they're sitting mm-hmm. like midnight on Thursday, so they're exhausted for work the next day and <laughs> it's, uh Bobby I definitely loves. Uh, yeah. Bobby I's not there anymore, is he? He's
3: still there. um there's another Bobby, um, and they're sort of role sharing at the moment. And then Bobby I will sort of phase out more. Um, yeah, my my theory is that Bobby I is a Star Wars spelt out fan, and he's he captioned Nandor <laughs> because he's such a fan, and he he was doing it just for me.
0: Bravo, <laughs> Bravo! I well, think you chance. hit it on the head. And,
1: uh, and Josh Chapman does say that he, he does say that Star Wars spelt Out is Bob Iger's favourite Star Wars podcast. <laughs> so uh, it's I'm a believer. Yeah. Um, but, Catherine, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. I've been mean, wanting to do this for quite some time, and I'm so pumped that you know, when, we, when I reached out to you, you were like, let's do it. And I was like, well, let's do it in two weeks. Um, especially given – well, I was worried because, you know, it's a public holiday. I thought it would be a public holiday tomorrow, and, but it's not. So uh, – Not to mention she's not feeling the greatest. Exactly, exactly. So you're an absolute trooper. Why don't you tell the listeners where where they can find you?
3: Uh, You can find That Geek Pod on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, just at That Geek Pod, um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. Um, And I'm on Twitter at Catherine underscore Neen. I'm owning the underscore. It's me.
1: Oh, very nice, very nice. And you can find us on Inst- Instagram. We are three M A B Y podcast. Twitter T M A B Y podcast. Long story there, but we uh, we got Instagram <laughs> blocked, so we had to change. You can find me on Instagram, Matt underscore Mole. I'm also owning the uh, underscore inspired by Catherine from <laughs> the last five seconds. Cat Callum, where can we <laughs> find you, mate? Uh,
2: Instagram. Uh, it's uh, guards. It's G A R the uh, triple s i think triple s. um <laughs> yeah for, there was two s's taken favorite nissan um, but yeah you can grab you on there
0: Dylan, <laughs> where we can find? where can we find you buddy oh everywhere instagram at 98 shack uh and twitter at dylan uh, no no underscore for me so a little bit uh feeling left out
2: you know but Come on, Dil, get There's on not it. That. It's it's he's changes. unique.
0: There's not enough Dylan
1: Shikalis on Twitter, <laughs> so he gets to have his name as as he wants it. There
0: we so go. So it's
1: uh, it's good to ha- it's good to be you, Dylan, and it's been great. I've been re- I really pre- I really appreciate your time. It's, it's a great way to wrap up a Sunday, especially a uh, you know Hawthorne win, Bombers win. <laughs> a long win for my buddy Nick. Um, it's been a good weekend, and it's been a great, great to chat. And I, and I look forward to doing it all again soon, and hope to have you on again at some stage, Catherine, and we can uh, talk about all the Bad Batch goodness, and hopefully that that Andor trailer when it does come out yeah, as well.
3: Thank you very much. It's been great to be on.
1: Alrighty, guys. May the force be with you. May the force be with all the all force us. be with all of us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. We really appreciate you listening. If you want to find us on Twitter, we are TMABY Podcast. On Instagram, we are 3 Podcast. And we'll be looking to put out much more content on a weekly basis with the upcoming May 4 Bad Batch series. Also looking to have a couple of big guests on our show. So stay
2: tuned and we'll catch you all next time.